Welcome to Hey Girl. I'm your host, Bill Janice. Join me every week where I sit down with one of my amazing and talented friends who are experts in their field, and we have a little chat. Welcome to this episode of Hey Girl. I'm your host, Bill Janice, and today I am joined by a really fabulous uh, performing artist, choreographer, dancer, coach. He has a really amazing career that we're going to get into and talk about that span from Las Vegas to New York, uh, internationally, Uh, but he's currently the choreographer for the University of Florida Gators Gymnastics Team uh, Championship Team, which can't wait to talk about that. This is Jeremy Miranda. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. How are you? Fabulous. How are you doing? I'm so good. It's a beautiful day, and you're here. I get to see you. I haven't talked. We haven't seen each other in quite a while. Quite a while. I know. This is so nice to be able to finally connect and check I in. I know. And, yeah. I love it. So Jeremy's coming into us today from Florida. Where in Florida? Sunny Orlando, Florida. Ooh, yeah, just okay. north of Walt Disney World, Windermere, Florida. Yes, it's been. I love awesome. it. No, wait, are you from there? Not originally. No. Where are you I, from originally? I was born and raised in teeny town Chamberlain, South Dakota, middle okay. of nowhere. So yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a, a different feel. But my almost my whole family now lives in Florida. Uh-huh. So it definitely feels like home. So yeah, I love it. Oh, I love that. And I mean, they all live. When you say in Florida, they're in the same re- like area, same neighborhood. Yeah, kind of all over the place. Some here in Orlando, some in Tampa, mm-hmm. some just south on the but Gulf just side. Easily accessible, as opposed yes. to living yes. many states away. <laughs> exactly. What about? But what about Eric? What about your husband Eric? Is his family there too? He yes, he's so he's from Florida originally, okay, just okay, north perfect. of Orlando, and all of his family's still here. So it's How great. Nice. He's, he's more family focused than I am. I would guess. <laughs> like he just he's more of a homebody. So we're over there all the time. It's been perfect during this oh, pandemic to be able to have that family connection. It's been great. Oh, I'm sure. No, that I love that. Well, you know, as a, as performers, we we follow the work. And sometimes that takes you far away from home base, you know, so that's really, that's actually really nice that you guys have been able to set up um, uh, back in Florida with close to family. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) we love it. So let's get into it. Okay, so I want to, let's talk about you first before we get to these these fabulous girls on your team here that I want to hear all about because you guys are, it looks like you're winning every day. (laughs) Everywhere you go, you guys are winning and I love it. Um, But you personally... um, or obviously, obviously, I met you. We we were dancers together in, in a fabulous show in Las Vegas called Jubilee. Yes. When did you join that show? That was we were trying to figure it out before we w- started recording. But it was yeah. what year were you there? So 2013, 2014. It okay. Kind of, yeah. Yep. It straddled those two years. I was only there. <laughs> I think for, you straddled it. Straddled it. Boom. Yes. <laughs> Boom. It was. I was only there for one year, but it was for six months of the the original, the classic, classic Jubilee, yeah. and then six months of the the. Re- Reimagined Frank Gadsden version of Jubilee, so it was it was cool to experience both both of you those. Got the be- yeah, you got a very you got the best of both. Exactly. Well, I don't know if it was the best, but you got you got both worlds, <laughs> both in, worlds. in one year in one that would have spanned over thirty five years for anyone else. Exactly. Exactly. So- so for people who don't know, uh, Jubilee is, uh, well, it's since closed, but it was the longest running show in Las Vegas, iconic showgirl um, show. And 
so Jer- but what it was, what was interesting about the show is that the performers had to always re-audition every six months just to even keep their spot in the in the line. So when Jeremy mentioned, you know, six months, so there's six month blocks basically, you know, and so there, but there was a point while he was there, I had just left, so I didn't get to do this part. But um, for, they brought in choreographer and um, artistic director Frank Gatson, who's famous for working with Beyonce, to come in and reimagine this classic Las Vegas show. And I want you to tell me what that experience was like. <laughs> and I love it. Wow. Everyone I ask that question to, it starts wow. with a laugh. It starts wow. with a laugh. Yeah. It was, so, it was crazy. Come so, on. You're not under an NDA anymore. You can talk about it. Correct. We're in, we're in a safe space here. So it was, it was nuts because the, the classic show was still going on while we were in the rehearsals, rehearsals and for the new one creation so you guys mode. were working like 14 hour days yes easy. yes easy. it was insane and trying to find space and time and you know juggle people's schedules because you know several performers not only did jubilee but they also had other gigs that they were performing absolutely. in as well well because so, that's the thing the life of a performer not absolutely. always not always can can you, I mean, the hustle is real. You usually do have more than one gig going on at, at a time if you're lucky. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So being a part of that creation was, it was really interesting. He brought in his whole team. He had an idea maybe in mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Uh, I love I don't know. that. I, I feel That's like we watched a, a nice lot of it. YouTube videos where they're like, let's figure out how to do the frug and yeah, go, go ahead, figure it out. <laughs> Um, but, uh, no, it was, it was just neat to get that behind the scenes kind of feel, you know, sure. and to really build or rebuild a show from the ground up. Um, and it was just a lot of chaos. You know, you think that somebody of his caliber would come in super organized and prepared and mm-hmm. it was very much a collaboration. So oh, he wow. was using everybody, all hands on deck to kind of help to facilitate help that process. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's interesting. It felt like there was so many cooks in the kitchen and there wasn't a clear definitive before we even began direction that he wanted to go. I think he was really open to a lot of possibilities, a lot of interpretation and just trying to get the feel of the cast to kind of pay homage to what was before. Sure, sure. But then that never ended up translating into a finalized product. It felt very piecemeal. I know that. I get that. That makes sense. I mean, listen, I think it... it, one, you could probably argue that doing that, like coming in and trying to revamp a very already a very established show, might be harder than just creating something from from the ground up, like from the beginning. It's it's right. hard to to try to update something that is already there. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. So I act. I mean, so to be fair, I mean it. That that's a big job for anybody. Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think the way that he he came about in, you know, like came into the process also made it a little bit more frustrating because he got rid of so many people. Oh, so I see. Out oh, of did a he cast cut? Of, did he cut people? Yes. Oh, yes. I didn't know that. So or we maybe had, I forgot about it. So that was kind of the uncomfortable situation as a performer because you were still performing the show with the classic cast, but Ooh, then half yeah. of the classic cast was let go and not asked to be a part of. While you were in that process, but you still saw them every night in the, while they were finishing their contracts. Yes, yes. That's so a little that made brutal. for a really interesting dynamic, for sure. 
I think, you know, even for me who, you know, I, I mean, I personally mentioned earlier that I personally prefer the classic, but that's probably just because I'm a little biased because I was in it for, for a while. But e- even putting that aside, I mean, you guys, the cast that closed that show and the cast that were there when you were there were so incredibly talented. Like, I remember thinking that watching it, you know, all of you were really, really wonderful performers. So, so that was always on point for sure. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> no, of course. Um, so, okay. So wait, so that was Vegas, obviously. So tell me more though. You've performed in New York. I know you've performed on some cruise ships. Tell me a little bit more about some of your career highlights. Oh my gosh. Uh, I've been so fortunate to work in so many different genres. And I think that that's I've been able to pull so many different, you know, pieces from each of those experiences, which has been so amazing. But I graduated from the University of Florida with a degree in dance performance and Mm. not more than two weeks after I graduated, moved right up to New York City and jumped full board into it. As we do. Yeah, as you do. do. (laughs) As you do. Yeah. And I actually, my my launching patent, so my my, uh, collegiate career in dance was way more concert dance focused. So it was that like Momix, Palabolus, Paul Taylor, that kind of, that was the energy that we were getting daily, that kind of training. So when I went up to New York, my eyes were opened to musical theater. And I was like, what is this world? We never talked about this. This is incredible. And so that was kind of my first big eye-opening experience to where I was like, I think this is where I want to be. And um, I actually did a two-week workshop with Josh Bergass. Mm-hmm. at the Musical Theater Performance Project. And that experience just changed my life. That skyrocketed all my contacts for all of everything musical theater that I ended sure. up doing moving forward. Um, but at the same time, I was also dancing with Shen Wei. So that's what got me up to New York was to dance with Shen Wei Dance Arts, which was an incredible experience to dance in that concert dance world. But as you know, w- knowing concert dance as well, there's just not a lot of money in concert dance. And right. so you're constantly trying to juggle, you know, a million side gigs just to do it just for the to make art. end to me. Right. Yeah, exactly. No, girl, so, you know, I know. Girl. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I was, you know, so blessed to sign with a really great talent agency at the time. It was McDonald Selznick Associates. Yep, I'm a thing, and yep. then Lucille DeCampley Lucille, yeah, separated Lucille. from the company and started her own company. And so I ended up migrating over with her. But got to work in several shows, you know, Cats, Chorus Line, West Side Story, you know, just all that amazingness. And then, of course, film and TV was able to do a ton of work there, too, with Smash, Gossip Girl, Younger, Law and Order, SVU, all that fun stuff. All the fun stuff. All the fun fun New York stuff. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And then, of course, um, Cruise Line. That bug bit, and that wasn't ever really a focus of mine either, but just to be able to travel and get paid to see the world was just such an amazing opportunity. And so I've gotten to work with Disney Cruise Line, Norwegian Cruise Line, Holland America Line. So it's it's been an amazing career. I've been so thankful, so blessed. Obviously, getting to Las Vegas was a huge um highlight of my career I just had I had the best time there I don't know just that that community was so united and so supportive and so loving and so intimate and we just loved what we did every day and it was awesome to 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 be a part of that experience so yeah that's wonderful no and you know it's so funny I you you kind of mentioned this when when you were talking about your you know concert dance um career and it is it's so funny you know we because I kind of came from a similar um, upbringing uh, where I wasn't exposed to 
other things other than concert dance until I was much older. Right. And it is, it's, I was talking about this uh, the other day with somebody that's so fascinating. I think, you know, when we were younger, we were not necessarily encouraged to do many things. It was right. like, this is your focus. Like if right. you're like, it, it, like I remember being just a ballet dancer for a very long time, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, yep. and and then when I started branching out, it really was kind of frowned upon. Like there was there were certain directors that just thought, oh well, if you don't have your full attention for my company, that you you want to be split up, you know. And yeah. you know that's just one crude example, but it's really fascinating to me now that um, I think that the energy has shifted. I think now we encourage a lot of the kids. I'll call them kids. I mean, we're yeah. not old, but you know what I mean. <laughs> like like yeah. the you know the older teenagers and younger twenty year olds that are just just starting their professional career we i think we encourage them to do more i think actually you have to now i think you yeah. have to yes be a singer dancer aerialist uh contortionist and baker all no, of it no. all of it you have to know how to make so true Threw that in there it's so true but i also feel like the the talent or the expectation of talent has increased so much with Absolutely. like cruise line with Broadway shows. Yeah. You know, all of those things have built, built, built. And I, I totally agree with you. I felt like during my undergrad experience at Florida, I, I don't know if frowned upon's the word, but they weren't supportive. It wasn't That's like a better way to say it. Yeah, yeah they, they weren't, weren't supportive. They weren't supportive. They, I mean, or, it wasn't yeah. like go off and do a Broadway show. That's an amazing experience. They were like, no, if you aren't going to focus on concert dance, the holy concert dance. Right. You know, you're, you need to pick a different career path because this is, you know, that, it was that kind of intensity where they were like, this is about the art. You're doing it for yes. the art. And yeah. there is something so magical and fulfilling about concert dance. It's true. But I think the level of talent, the level of uh, demand for talent in all of these other genres has gone up exponentially. I agree. I agree with that. So your partner, Eric, is also a performer. Um, and how did you guys meet? Did you guys meet doing a show? We actually met auditioning for Chorus Line in Ooh, New York City. okay. So crazy enough, yeah, we were uh, both in final callbacks for a Chorus Line, standing back to back next to each other to go in the room and sing. Oh, gosh. And so he ex- we exchanged numbers, and yeah. I guess the rest is history. Rest we both history. did not book, but our first show that we did together was a Chorus Line. How ironic! But is like that? A, just so a different production, different of production of it. I see. So yeah. I love it. And then do you do you find do you guys try to? Book, I mean, do you guys try to go on contracts together, or is it kind of? Have you ever left for months and months at a time and been in different places, or do you guys typically yeah. do a show together? When we uh, were first started dating, we both were on different ships at the same okay. time, so that was kind of the hardest. That six was a months, challenge, I guess, sure, where yeah. we were in different time zones and sure. you know, seven hours apart and that whole thing, um, but. As we started to grow in our relationship, we tried to book work together. We would sure. pitch ourselves as a couple as a team. to yeah. casting. Yep, yep, absolutely. And actually, they were super supportive of that. Well, you're both so talented. I mean, oh. you get, you get <laughs> Thank two. Thank you. Two for one. There you go. Two for one. I love it. So how did we get to, okay, accomplished dancer, uh, singer, choreographer, all the things you're doing, you know, you're doing musical theater, you're doing concert dance, you've done all these things. So we're checking all these wonderful things off the boxes. How do we start working with the gymnastics team? So uh, gymnastics was actually how all of it started. Okay. I was a, okay. I was a so gymnast So that's maybe how first. we should have started. No. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's all, this is all good. This is all uh, good. Yeah, I was a gymnast first, first and foremost. I didn't know that. Okay, so that makes sense. I, I, okay. I actually, I mean, growing up in middle of nowhere, South Dakota, knew nothing of dance 
or could even fathom that there could be a career in dance. Mm -hmm. And really, gymnastics is few and far between there, too. And I would just watch it on TV and I would pull mom's mattress off the bed and tumble (laughs) on, you know, in the living room floor. And then mom's like, oh, my gosh, you're six, almost seven years old. We need to get you in like a safer situation. Exactly. (laughs) So, yeah, we the I started I started taking gymnastics lessons and that was like a one hour commute each way. To start Each that process. Way. Oh my yep. gosh. Again, middle of nowhere, South Dakota, wow. the Midwest. A lot of lot of spread out space there. But so we, um yeah, ahead. so I so I started training and consistently training and got to the point where that gym was like, Well, if you want to be good, we've we've gotten you to as good as you're gonna be able to get at right, this right. gym. You I need see. to take that next step. And so at the same time, my parents were in the midst of a separation. My dad mm. had moved to Florida. So we were able to work out a situation where the gyms were just a little bit better down in Florida to train more consistently. So yeah, gymnastics was my first love. So that's really what inevitably segued me into college gymnastics. So yeah, how did you get connected? I mean, obviously you're a graduate of University of Florida, but is that, so is that what kind of helped you make the connection to, to the team? Yeah. So actually I first went to, uh, the University of Nebraska, Lincoln. Okay. I did two years there, and the goal there was to be on the men's gymnastics team there and compete for okay. the University of Nebraska. Things kind of got crazy, and I ended up taking over a, a manager position with the women's program at the University of Nebraska. Yes, and, girl. Yes. No. <laughs> and at the time, who, the assistant coach, she was pregnant and about to have her child, and she was the one to typically do the choreography. Gotcha. And so I, being from a club gym, I just had this very, I, I would remember sequence really well. It was sure. just like a strange, I don't know if it's just like that dancer brain, how we're able to just sequence things together. Sure. But I was always like, we would bring in a professional choreographer to work with our kids at my club that I trained at. Guys don't have choreography. So it was only girls that would have choreography. Okay. And they'd bring in a choreographer, they, she'd work with them, and then they'd leave. And of course, this was back in the VHS. You'd have to lug around the oh, yeah, absolutely. tape recorder. Yeah. <laughs> time which was way too much work you couldn't just whip out your iphone right right, and uh the girls would be stuck in their corner being like what did i what did she tell me and i could just remember i'd be over on high bar and i'd say she did this and i'd show them exactly what the movement was and they're like how do you this is crazy how do you remember so when the opportunity proposed itself at the university of nebraska they needed a choreographer and they're like who is this guy this male gymnast who wants yeah. to just come in and choreograph for this division one women's program I love and it. so they were like let's give him a shot let's let him try yeah. one and we'll see what we you know if we like it and they loved it and so i choreographed that entire team that season was also their team manager yeah. did it again yeah, yeah. for the following season and Adrian Burday, who is the current assistant uh, women's gymnastics coach here at the University of Florida, he got the job at Florida. So I worked okay. with him at Nebraska. He got the job at Florida. And he was the one to pitch me to then the current head coach was Rhonda Fain at the University of Florida. So he was like, I've got this great choreographer, worked with all of our girls at Nebraska. You should consider bringing him in to work with the team here at Florida. And so that was what happened. I was going into my junior year at the University of Nebraska when I get a phone call. And I was actually down at my dad's in Florida. Oh, perfect. Saying, yeah. Yes. So it was just They're like, all aligned. Yeah. Can you just drive up two hours and interview for this job if it's something you're interested in? And I'm like, 
oh my gosh, of course. So drove up to Gainesville, interviewed and got the job. And I've been there ever since. Hey, girl. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Well, hold on. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about just the team in general here. So, sure. so the Florida Gators gymnastics team was in 2013, 14, and 15, the NCAA national champions, 12-time SEC champions, and 15-time NCAA regional champions. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. They're incredible. They, I mean, I don't know how even else to say it. They, I mean, I love, well, I, well, I follow you on Instagram. And so, you know, I, I feel like I've seen you guys just winning all the time. And like, I love, I love, I love the photos when like they catch it when whatever athlete it was, like yeah. either fit just finishes or, or maybe nails. And I'm just something like... and you are just <laughs> cheering. And it's so, it's just, well, the pictures are, it's just so joyful in that, you know, the, the capture of that moment. Thank I love you. it though. Cause it just, it looks like, I mean, it looks like you guys, I'm sure you do because it's, it's a team, but you guys, it looks like you operate like a very close knit family. We do. We do. And so tell me what that's like, you know, it's, it's been such an amazing experience and every year is so different. You know, you, even if you have the same kids and the same coaching staff, there's that evolution, like so much changes just within sure. one year. But um, the University of Florida has done such an incredible job of recruiting. So first and foremost, it's getting the talent to the University of Florida and the University of Florida being one of the top six public institutions in the nation, sure. combined with the weather, the beautiful campus and the success the program has had. It's just been such a perfect ideal location to inspire young, talented sure. athletes to come to campus. Um, so I just commend our coaching staff for going above and beyond every single year with recruiting. They're able to find the talent and those kids want to come to Florida, which is amazing. But um, every year is just so different. You know, we we start everything. It's, so summer is divided into summer A and summer B. And then summer C is the combination of A and B. So most of our kids go <laughs> okay. home for summer A. They okay. detox. They, you know, time with family, what sure. have you. And then summer B, we start that that bonding process where we I have see. them on campus team building they yep they take a pretty minimal course load just enough to supplement what their 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 training schedule is and then we start all of that we start to build we do tons of team building activities all the time and that's really what what it takes is be, just because you have talented kids doesn't mean they're going to work well together sure and so prioritizing that relationship is so important absolutely what would you say you know in your experience like what is <laughs> operating with a cast of dancers and like singers, like being in a cast with somebody as opposed to being on a team. What's that like? What would you say the main differences are? Or, or are they pretty much the same as far as the, the connection you want to have with, with your, your colleagues? I feel like there's something about dance and you know this too. There's, it's a different layer of intimacy. Because right. you're I'm, but I'm not an athlete, so I know the dance side. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So physically, you're so... I, I feel like a, a dance There's a deeper connection. ...is so much deeper yeah. than, than gymnastics, which is very... It's an individual sport. You know, you're, you're, the, you're participating in it and or watching it. It's separate. Yeah. You're not really... I mean, we do... We ha, you, you'll see in the photos, like, everybody's hugging and whatnot when it's non, a, a non-COVID year. You know, yeah, we're yeah, yeah, super exactly. together like that, but it's, it's a different different kind of intimacy when you're lifting partners and sure. each other well, and it's a different trust in yes everything. Yeah. yes absolutely exactly. 
Absolutely. That makes, that makes sense. That, that makes sense. So what is, okay. So tell me, you know, what is your, like, what is your typical day to day? Like when you're working with this championship team, I mean, like what is, what is the day to day for the athletes and even for you? Like how often do you guys meet? How many hours? Sure. What, what does it look like? So we're capped with the NCAA guidelines to only train a certain number of hours per week. And so we okay. stick to that Which guideline, 20 hours per week. Okay. So not more than 20 hours. Typically, we are only scheduling 16 to 17 hours a week. We I have see. to first prioritize that the, they're, uh, they're students first the, and their academics, academics first. Yeah. come first. <laughs> we always so forget about that. But that, <laughs> that minor detail, right? Exactly. We just want to get on stage and compete or, or yeah. perform. <laughs> yeah. And they have to stay academically eligible. So that means higher sure. than a 3.0. They have to maintain 12 credit hours to remain full-time student status. So all of that is essential. But a typical day, so we typically train like Monday, Tuesday, we'll have off Wednesday, they'll train Thursday, Friday. And when I mean okay, train, yeah, that's nice. train is like from 1.30 to 4.30 each okay. of those days. So Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. Typically we have them have Saturdays and Sundays off. There are certain mornings that we'll do conditioning. So like mm-hmm. we'll have like a 6 a.m. conditioning session two, two of the days a week. Sure. And then on their off day on Wednesday, they usually are all scheduled for massages. And that's not oh, just like yes, a, a pleasure. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. It sounds You're so like, awesome. You're like, they have a spa day on their fifth day. Right, no, right. Nails done, the whole, yeah. <laughs> right, 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 right. I'll be there for that part. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, they're getting their, you know, they have a minor tear in their soleus. And so they're getting their calf rubbed out, all that kind no, of stuff. No, I get stuff. it. Yeah, no, I, I know it's it's actually, we're joking about it, but it actually is quite essential. I, yes. I, I believe Yeah, you. yeah, yeah. <laughs> But my, in terms of what I do with the team, so I'm the volunteer assistant coach, so I'm not up there every single day. I, I live here in Orlando, and I commute up to Gainesville. Um, How big of a commute is that? It's about an hour and 15, hour and okay, 30 minutes. Okay, not bad. It's so not, bad. not terrible at all. And I try to get up, if not every weekend, every other weekend. So I'm usually I up see. there, you know, I try to get up there at least once a week to just check in and whatnot. Oh, I see. Okay. But my process with them in the summer is way more intensive because that's the time we're working on all of the floor music. All the routines. Yes. Yes. Because you choreograph all of that. Correct. And so we spend almost all summer, and summer meaning as soon as the season ends in April, all the way until September when we actually choreograph them. That whole span of time is devoted to finding music. And so we do all of the cutting, all of the mixing, trying to find what's going to really suit their personality the best during that time. And that that can mean several versions for each kid. You know, like we oh, can do sure. yeah. 30 to 40 <laughs> versions per athlete to try and make sure that it's perfect. And they have a lot of opinions, so of course. <laughs> <laughs> but can you blame them, though? I mean, come on. No, you know, like if no. we were going on stage with a solo, or you exactly, know, it would. I I know I would have probably been that person too. Yes. That was like I I don't care if this is our fiftieth edit. <laughs> it needs to be right. It no. <laughs> needs to be right. Exactly. Exactly. Sure. Oh and so God. that that's how that's what my summer typically looks like. Is it's. In front of a computer and editing yeah. music. And you're editing music all the time. Yeah. All the time. And I'm constantly listening to, I'll hear something on an sure. elevator at a hotel and think, oh my gosh, this would be perfect for so-and-so, you know? So you're like constantly shazamming things. Is yes. that still a thing where yes. we should like this shazam oh, still you a thing, know right? I do. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and then no, um, and then in the fall, once they start their fall training, we call that preseason. 
for okay. the team. So okay. season hasn't started yet, but then they're, they can get into a more consistent training schedule. That's when we start to put together the actual choreography with the music. And so we schedule sessions with the girls. We figure out which tumbling passes they're doing, which leaps they're doing to maximize their bonus. And then we start to piecemeal together the, the movement. Wow. And so what, what do you guys have coming up? Like what, I'm sure you have some big competitions. So yeah, yeah. We are in what's called post season now. So we finished our regular season. We are the SEC regular season champions this year. Congratulations. Thank you so much. And so that's that's based on win loss record in the SCC, the Southeastern Conference. So that's all concluded. And now we're getting into postseason play, which is regionals and nationals. So tomorrow morning, I leave to go to Gainesville. We have a mm-hmm. training day, get a COVID test, yeah. the whole nine yards, have to temperature thing, screened, yeah. yes, all of it. And then the next morning, we will leave to go to Athens, Georgia. And then we'll be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, travel back on Sunday. And what do you guys do? Do you travel by bus or plane? Both. Uh, it just depends. We've mm-hmm. traveled a little bit more frequently by bus this year because we can kind of control our environment a little bit easier sure, sure. you're not connecting in atlanta or what have you but right. uh this this uh particular trip we get to a private charter which is amazing oh yes yes girl, girl. you're the champion <laughs> <laughs> I love it. good for yes, you yes. so no you already kind of mentioned it but i'm actually kind of curious i mean just we kind of have we have to talk about it because it's even though i think we're all sick of it but what did you know what what did your 2020 look like in regards to the team you know while you were dealing with the challenges of covid sure yeah so our season we were unfortunately winter sports were all cut short okay so because of covid that happened i guess it was what march 16th or 13th or somewhere right it in would there. No, it was exactly that my last day of work was march 17th yeah yeah um, so right in that yeah right in that <laughs> yeah right in that it's week been over a year <laughs> yep yep so we were going into our senior night, which is our last regular season meet at home, okay. and we didn't even get to have that competition. So we had all the parents in Gainesville to support their seniors that that year uh, for that yeah. meet, and then everything was cut cut short. So we didn't get a postseason. So it's been really special. This which is year what you're to, in now, correct? Like, okay. Correct. So yep. so you did so you basically missed quite a lot of what what a normal season would be. When did you start up again for this exactly. year? Exactly. So our startup was a little bit later, so we didn't do that summer B where we get you to get together okay, gotcha. and hang out. We did a lot of Zoom sessions. I'm sure okay. like everybody else got really comfortable with Zoom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> figuring out how that works. Uh, so we did a lot of <laughs> connecting that way. We would try to do team building activities that way. And then once school actually started in August, that was our first official day of practice I was when, when school came back in session. And that's and even training has looked completely different. The girls have to be six feet apart and they can only be close to their roommate, the person that they're rooming with. And they have chalk, which they use for the uneven bars, and they have to have their own individual chalk buckets. And it's I'm just sure. everything oh. has to be separate and constantly temperature screened, constantly COVID tested, constantly everything with CDC guidelines in mind. Sure. So, yeah. Oh my gosh, so much. Well, hopefully by next the beginning of next year we won't be meeting ne- like so. meeting in the fall, you yes. know. Yeah. We won't have to deal with any of that, hopefully. You yes. know. <laughs> I hope. I really hope. So with the college athletes that you've been working with, do any of them ever, you know, 
you go move on to like things like the Olympics or anything like that? Or is that a different route? So typically with women's collegiate gymnastics, the Olympic piece happens first. Got it. So we okay. have had, I've worked with three uh, Olympians at my time at Florida. So oh, they nice. were Olympians prior to mm-hmm. being a student who at were the they? University of Florida. So Nicola Willis, she mm-hmm. was a, an Olympian for Great Britain. Um, we've got Bridget Sloan, who was uh, an Olympian for the United States. And we've got Marissa King, who was also a, an Olympian for Great Britain. Wonderful. So, yes, pretty amazing. So, yeah, typically the... Um, the have they ever brought their medals age. in to show you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I've not seen it in person. I see it. I'm like, I want to see. Bring it right? in. Right? Show me the receipts. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, if you don't bring it, it didn't happen. Right. No. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Too funny. Um, no, they, yeah, they, it's just, it's, so it's opposite with men. So with men ah, in collegiate gymnastics, mm-hmm. they usually have their collegiate gymnastics experience. And then after college, they're at that optimal Olympic It's age. just because. I mean, men and obviously the men and women's bodies are different and Correct. they age differently, which I, I think is also a similar reason why it's actually okay for men to start later as dancers as well. Right. You know, it's just, right. you just, you can, it's, I'm not saying one's better or worse. I'm not, I'm not yes. comparing men and women as better or worse. It's right. Different in this case. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I felt myself like going down the wrong road as I was saying. <laughs> How will this be perceived? Right, um, right. Like you, like you saw it happen in my head too. I'm sure. Like you're looking at me. Like I was like, I, like I can fix this. I exactly. Like, I was like, I'm not saying one is better than the other. That is funny. Well, you know, doing this show, it's. I mean, it's it's you know, it's funny hearing. I never. Well, most people don't typically record themselves daily and listen back to it, but I so I'd never done that before, obviously. But like, I don't like I'm like most people. I don't like the sound of my own voice. I really don't <laughs> like it yeah. when, on a recording. It feels weird, you know. Right. Yeah. So obviously, I had to get used to that. But like listening to doing something like this and then listening to it over and over again, I'm just like, I think I'm a lot more um, selective with my words. <laughs> Which is yeah. not a bad thing, but yeah. I catch myself when I'm like, oh, no, no, that, that, that's not going to sound right if you say that. <laughs> right. And I feel like in this day and age, too, I think we're all just a little more hyper aware about what we're yeah. saying in terms sure, of sure. how will this be perceived? Because I think we've been so comfortable with thinking a certain way and speaking a certain way. And now there's all of a sudden this new awareness like, oh, we need yeah. to be a little bit more aware that aware. this could yeah. be interpreted some other way. Absolutely. Yeah, because no, I, I don't. You know, none of us are obviously intending on offending anybody. But absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Where were we? All right. Hold on. So, in regards to the athletes, like, what is what is their? I know we talked a little bit about their training schedule, but I mean, I'm sure that they also do their own types of conditioning and fitness regiments outside of. I almost said outside of rehearsal, but you know what I mean. Outside of yeah. practice, outside yeah. of practice, yes. and whatnot. I mean, like, what is what is it similar to a is it similar to a dancer's daily routine? I mean, like, I know how I had to eat and how I had to condition to stay looking good to put that damn g-string on in Jubilee <laughs> that they insisted we wear. Right, right. That we're not. Like, exactly. Just, I hated putting oh that. Hated, hated putting that damn thing on um, for Samson and Delilah. But I mean, like, so you know, I'm sure other than the actual styles of workouts would be much different because they're athletes as opposed to dancers but i mean is the is the discipline similar is it discipline comparable very similar yeah yeah absolutely no i mean nutrition is of paramount importance and we have a nutritionist that works specifically with our sport and so each of the girls meet 
I, I think they can kind of decide how frequent those meetings are. I, see. I think they like to aim for every two weeks. They have a check-in where they're oh, nice. making sure, you know, there's whether it's calorie counting or whether it's, you know, there's a nutrient deficiency that needs to be addressed. They communicate and have that conversation. And so, mm. yes, absolutely. The nutrition piece is very, very important. And then some feel like they need a little bit more conditioning. You know, we don't, we don't put as much pressure on uh, like cardio, for example, because okay. the longest routine that you'll do gymnastically is one minute and 30 seconds. Okay. So it's more yeah. of that. So you're not that worried about the, it's more the, anaerobic. The you need to have, yeah, it's the, quick, yeah. it's the quick twitch versus sure, as sure. a dancer, you've got to be able to sustain a, show a whole show yeah. 90 minutes, you know? And so <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So and it's two shows a night usually. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I love so, it. Yeah. So basically we're better than that. No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> the bar is here. Right. <laughs> oh. oh my god! So wait, tell me. I gotta ask. This is just some fun stuff. Like, I mean, do you have? You gotta have some like really fun memories of like uh, being on the road with a show, or even like with even with the with your team. Like, I mean, there's got to be like some fun mem- like your funnest like you know most memorable moments like that oh you want to Oh my gosh there's so you know and I feel like my brain almost always goes to the cruise ship contracts okay. because the funniest things happen when you're on stage and you know you've experienced those like <laughs> costume malfunctions or Okay like- so tell me about one costume malfunction or one like just fail like, oh like give me gosh. an epic fail and i'll give you and then i'll give you one of mine so it'll be fair okay perfect so yeah. we were doing this number in uh gosh we were in the east china sea okay on the norwegian joy and it's it's called pocketbook <laughs> and so all the girls have a pocketbook and the guys have sunglasses right okay and yeah, yeah. so as uh dance captain i have to go back and go over all the footage and a lot of times sure. i'm not in each of the shows and i just can sit back and watch which is really great right. my partner eric somehow her, his partner drops the pocketbook and so the entire number is this game of like who's going to try to pick up the pocketbook but oh, the but, like, but pick it up like you know discreet. Not I mean discreetly. Right, right. Possible. Like either yeah, pick yeah. it off or try and get it up yeah, to get yeah. it back to her, so they can all do their choreography together. That pocketbook gets kicked around by almost every single person on stage, <laughs> and then Eric reaches down to grab it, and his sunglasses that are there's a men's section with sunglasses falls yeah. on the floor. So now there's sunglasses and a pocketbook <laughs> just traversing the stage for the entire number. No one's paying attention to the dance. No one's I, paying. I wouldn't <laughs> either. I love it. That's great. <laughs> I can, it's I can hysterical. It. It's hysterical. That's so, funny. Imagine taking notes on that. Like, how? What do you even say at that point? Like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, because it just kept getting worse. Like, yeah. there, it just never got better. <laughs> That's like when you like go see a show, and you know the who I mean anything like a singer, comedian, whatever. There was one time I saw this cabaret show, at, like small show, like at the duplex, like in New York, right? And um, and the person who who it, the performer. Uh, I don't want to say his name because I don't want to embarrass him. But um, he came on and, and he, he he messed up a couple little things in the beginning. He was very he was visibly nervous. It was like the the first time he had done a show in a while, and um, but it, it just never got better. He just kept bombing, bombing, bombing. like you were like this yeah. kind of. It actually got to the cringy part because you actually felt <laughs> right, bad for right. it. Oh. But anyway, that's you know, I, it's just yeah. I, that was it. Kind of made me think of that when you when you just kept saying that it kept getting yeah. kicked, and then when his glasses came off, like it just never it was, got better. Nope, nope. The number just need. 
like curtain needed to come down. Like, it's, <laughs> this is it. This is it. No, I love it. So, well, one, okay, so mine would be, I'll just reference Jubilee since we were already talking about it, and you can actually visualize what I'm about to tell you. So, you know, finale, right? The finale staircase. Okay. Yes. So, you know how at the end, uh, when the boy, the, the male line takes their bow, and then they split center and they go up the side stairs, right? Yeah. To just, like, just climb up, right? <laughs> the guy, the guy that was, you know, I guess to my right, that actually became my, the person behind me as we were running, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess he tripped, um, and and he just naturally like, and I, which is fine, but I didn't, I misunderstood what was happening because I okay. had my back to him. Yeah. And he tripped and then just naturally like used like grabbed my shoulders to break his fall, like so he wouldn't actually physically go down. Yeah. And I thought he was pushing me to like go faster, and I was like, I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> And he ended up face plant. This oh, poor guy face plants because God. I thought I thought he was being like shady to me. So you so pulled I was away. Kind of, so I pulled away. <laughs> oh my gosh! Amazing. Uh, his name was Daryl Roth, I think. Yeah, and he sweet guy, but like it was just funny because we had been we kind of ha- had that relationship, like not like not really not malicious, but we yeah. had kind of had that kind of like relationship yeah. together anyway of just kind of teasing each other, but in a playful way. So I actually, again, to be fair, I really didn't, I didn't think he was in trouble. I didn't know he needed help. Like I really was just like, I was just like, like because right. I thought he was being like bitchy. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like a tit for tat. Like, okay. Right. And so oh then, but then God. I get to my stare and I turn around and face the audience and I look down and he is on the ground. <laughs> oh my anyway. gosh. That is funny. Uh, girl, oh. you know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's oh my so many amazing stories like that. That is too funny. Oh, I love it. So tell me, okay, so with the Florida Gators, so we where can we see your fabulous work? I know you guys I know a lot of it's televised. Yeah, so coming into uh Nationals, Nationals is gonna be on ESPN. So work. Yep, yep, it'll be live on ESPN and I think uh, ABC is also picking it up as well. So it'll be on ESPN and ABC. Hey, girl, we're going to yeah. have to keep our eye out for Jeremy. Absolutely. ESPN and ABC. When is, when is it? This, is it this weekend? Uh, this weekend when you go is to Atlanta, regionals. Or when you go to... Yep, um, to Athens. Athens, excuse me. This weekend is Athens Regional. There's four different regional sites happening this weekend. And mm-hmm. then the top two teams from each of those regionals advance to nationals. And that's the April 17th to 19th. I love it. So what could what would you say? I want to give you an opportunity to to just kind of respond to, you know, anybody that, you know, maybe any younger, the younger generation that maybe is looking listening to this or looking at you and saying that they want to follow in your footsteps in any way, whether it be with the dancing and chore- chore- excuse me, choreography, um, or if they want to even go down the gymnastics routes. I mean, like what what kind of, you know, general guidance or advice do you typically give give the young the younger ones yeah I'm, I mean I feel like I give the same advice that my parents gave me I grew up in a very supportive household where my parents just said find your passion and love what you do and it will provide for you and yeah. so I just really really made it a priority to just soul search and figure out what I was truly happy with doing. And that was gymnastics. And as crazy as that seemed, you know, it wasn't school. It wasn't dance even at the time. It was, I just, that was my escape was going to the gym and just having to be so tunnel vision focused on 
my air awareness and flying through the air and punching and running and just athletic things that I love to do. Do you do and, aerial as well? Do you do like silks and lira? Yep. And yep. I love it. Yes. yes. Yeah. You Girl, gotta do it all. Jack of all yeah, trades over all. here. You gotta do it all. <laughs> Girl, well, you do. Well, you do apparently. No. <laughs> you got to. I feel like that. I got to that point too, where I was like, I mean, yes, I, I definitely got to the point where I felt very well versed in pretty much all, like pretty much all of dance, but I never did the other stuff. I never was uh, studied any sort of gymnastics or, or aerial or stuff that would actually make me a lot more valuable, but I just wasn't exposed to it yeah, <laughs> until yeah. I was a little, so I was quite a bit older. And then by then I was like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I also think starting gymnastics late, like, mm-hmm. like in your teens or even, you know, 20, early twenties, early twenties. Yeah. It would be scary, scary yeah. because you yeah. have a brain, a developed brain at that point where you're saying, I could actually get hurt. I could, right. you know. <laughs> I know, like kids are fearless, right? Right. When I was learning at like six, seven years old, you just completely trusted whomever was throwing you around. Right. You're like, oh, you're okay. like, they'll catch me. Sure. Like and now, now you're like, like, bitch, you better. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not a small girl, so I would be really scared that somebody would be. <laughs> exactly. You're like, you got me. You got me. Right. You right. sure you got me? <laughs> Yeah, I love those those trust exercises. Right, let me <laughs> just check. Back. Let me just make sure. Yeah, have, have you seen the? I'm sure you have. There's like actually like those. There's been a couple. I've seen a couple of funny memes over the over the years where like it's supposed to be that like where that person's where there's doing the trust exercise where people just are supposed to fall backwards into you know people's arms. Right, but the. <laughs> There's a funny one where the person falls forward instead of backwards, <laughs> and nobody's in front, so they're like, "Where are you going?" <laughs> Whoopsie! Or like that scene in Mean Girls, you know, at the end when she right. makes them all <laughs> fall back onto the yes. table. Yes. Gret- what was her name? Gretchen. She's like, nobody caught her because she was like, "I'm, I'm sorry, I'm so popular, and that everybody's jealous of me." <laughs> she falls backwards. <laughs> oh my gosh! Too no, funny. but that yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I, I, because re- you do when you get. Exactly, you said when you you're so you're already subscribed to whatever you, programming your mind is already set. So if you're to do anything where you're flinging your entire body in the air and you don't know where the ground is because you've yep. never done it before, right. <laughs> right, right, your mind goes to that worst case scenario of like my career could be over. Like, is this even worth it? You know, right, right. <laughs> You know, yeah. I have flown though. I have flown like harnessed a couple okay. times, but I haven't. I'm not an expert, but I I did it in like a Redkin, like a hair show. Like, you know what I mean? Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the only other thing. I, that's the only time I've been that I've been in, that, that I've spent in the air. Nice. <laughs> oh, still so cool though. I it mean, is we fun. are. I've, as performers, you know, we're just like thrown to the wolves. Like we figure yeah. it out. You know, like let's just hundred percent. Yep. I feel like that in life too. Yeah. <laughs> like like yeah. I'm constantly, you know, ever since I retired as a performer, I feel like I'm constantly I think you take that mentality with you, that 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 hustle with you, which is great. Um, of like, I'll figure it out. I can yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah, I can do it. Like even if even though even if internally you're like, I have no idea how I'm gonna do this. Right. But you're like, no, I'll figure it out. I'll do yeah. it. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I yeah. think that's a great life lesson too, for sure. You know, just to inner confidence can take you so far. Yeah. I love it. So okay, so what's next for you? I mean, where what what other than this fabulous the fabulous uh, Florida Gators, do we have anything coming down the pipeline that we should be looking out for? Anything well, fun and so exciting? We're hopefully I mean, the reason why both Eric and I moved down to Florida was to work with Disney. And so hopefully Perfect. once Disney gets their 
situation together. I don't sure. know if that's a relationship with Actors Equity, trying to and Disney, trying to figure out how to move forward in this pandemic situation. Sure. But hopefully those shows will be opening back up shortly sometime I love in the summer i think and you could you guys already have a relationship with disney right you've both correct. worked for disney before right correct i love it, yep. I love it. Yeah. Well, you're both so talented i you know you guys would be great in any show so well best of luck this weekend um i know you guys are probably gonna kill it because you always do i don't typically watch espn but i'm going to start <laughs> when on the days that i know you guys are competing i'm gonna check it out uh listen you guys uh check out uh, jeremy james miranda you can find him on instagram uh he's the choreographer and volunteer assistant coach for the florida gators uh, and just a really wonderful, talented artist. So thank you so much for taking the time and best of luck with everything. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. You're welcome anytime. And you have to come to Vegas and visit. Yes, I have you need to. to come. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll plan a trip for sure. <laughs> I love it. All right, girls. So I, if you liked what you heard, go ahead and show us some love and hit that subscribe button and follow. Uh, you can also check out the website at www.heygirlpodcast.com. Girl is spelled with a U. And I hope you have a great weekend. All right. Bye, girl. Bye, girl. (laughs)